0: so welcome to another episode of divine here we are uh episode five season four this is the life of a potato the nm edition i think today um so as always here with tom hello everyone glad to Uh, be here very good to have you here again tom um what do you do tom
1: I'm branding focused graphic designer, and I'm bloody into typography. Here we go. Okay, this is going to be a good day. All right, so <laughs> essentially, we're just
0: going to go through like a day in the data life of me, basically. So, for a bit of context, um, so I run a digital agency, I guess, um, but you know, for right now it's only me as the full time or the the you know full time staffy employed person. Um, yeah, I pull in you know other people and other skills sort of as needed, depending on what the projects are, um, mm-hmm. and. But I also do some consulting, so it's sort of balance between those two things. Um, and I'm probably doing about 15 to 20 hours of work a week at the moment, um, just sort of depending. Um, and, yeah, I think part of the reason that Lynx is probably, um, that the agencies isn't as busy anymore is early 2020, I tried to sort of um, do a bit less of that and um, and focus on my consulting a bit more. But then, as always, as, as you always do, when you start saying no to projects, then more stuff, or better stuff starts coming in so it's that classic lesson again um so lynx was pretty busy last year but we'll see what happens um over this break
1: yeah cool so Um, yeah go ahead i was just gonna say in, in part of setting this up i guess the the purpose of this mini mini series you know between you and i i mean it could be something that's extended to to other people too but i think it's just to give an insight into what it's actually like working for yourself and what the day actually can look like because um, yep. i feel like there's a lot of um ideas floating around you know it's like oh so do you just sit like at at, at the beach you know under a palm tree and uh you know exactly. work for 13 minutes a day and it's <laughs> and so like 14 minutes well yes well, yeah, <laughs> some some days
0: are like that i'm not gonna lie but some days are living in a workshop in a (laughs) panics but we'll get to that in a second so um, so I guess I'll go back to like what an average day is in in terms of like yeah like a work day maybe so um, are we going to get into that level of detail I don't know I mean like I'm going to start work in the morning basically and the first thing I'm doing is looking through my emails Um, right and I follow the the life of um, or the way of life of like Dave Allen's um, getting things done Um, so he has a thing on emails there where I'm um, used to manage them essentially and put them into like a task management system. Um, and I'm obsessed with task management, as as you know, Tom. Um, and follow um, Peter Cook's book, uh, The New Rules of Management, which is awesome. Um, yeah. And basically all my life then goes into Trello um, or Asana and a calendar. And I like to think that like, you know, they don't dictate my life. They help me manage my free time better or make more use or better structure my free time as opposed right. to sort of, you know, being the commander of your life almost in a way
1: um, sure. so they, these are just project management software yeah totally Tools. um yeah. and
0: i think the important thing about them is to have your own system within them um so trello can be used you know so many different ways um but as long as you sort of have your own system and stick to it um that's probably the way to do that i think we actually so, had an episode of task on task management um in the early days so you can check that um app out as well yeah and i'll def- I definitely dive into trello um you know <laughs> into that which is good um, so yeah, checking through my emails um, you know, Sometimes I can take 30 minutes Sometimes I can take 3 or 4 hours even. You know, depending if I've had time off Or haven't worked in a couple of days Or something has exploded um, you know, It just sort of depends and that can take a while Sometimes I like, oh, actually will look at an email And do the work that's in it So it might take me an hour to even do that email work Or 2 hours but it's nice to sort of Get an email and get it done And send it back and not have to put it into your task management system As like another thing to do you know. sure, so It's nice getting rid of those tasks sometimes Um, So, once that's done, then I guess it's actually into work work. So, I would say that, you know, probably 20% of my time is actually programming. Um, The other time is maybe thinking, um, sort of designing, even just in my head, you know, how things are going to work. And then maybe 50% of the time is talking to clients. So, I prefer to talk to clients via email. I hate calling them because things are just too wishy-washy. So, I prefer to get sort of all the details out in emails first um and then when things are either getting to the sale stage or the um whatever else then that's when i make the call and i find that's a good way to do it because it, it makes you seem really informed because you're actually coming to them you've got all the background information you could have you ha- know done some prior thinking etc cetera, etc cetera. you don't want to sort of come in cold into those calls i don't think yeah um, so i always find the more info that you can get down on paper um you know to specifically asked questions. Um, The better and then you know make the calls when you need to i guess these days in-person meetings are becoming less frequent due to the old vid um yeah so yeah i guess um, online is, is the way to go as well um but yeah so then in terms of um that sort of client work like part of that is um like initial comms on projects that haven't started yet um talking about what they actually want um who they are what they need um some of it's stuff about projects that are ongoing so it might be you know where things are up to um, communicating expectations and delays and changes and, and stuff like that yeah um, and then yeah I guess uh, we do a bit of maintenance sometimes as well so sort of ongoing requests around changes and updates and stuff like that um, and I guess that's sort of the work work stuff but then there's also like the business running stuff so obviously you know doing or keeping your accounting up to date and, you know, managing your bank account and, and all that kind of stuff comes into it um, and doing your, your BAS statements and, and all that kind of stuff, which happens. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's that's pretty typical. In terms of um, doing programming work, um, that usually looks like, um, you know, opening up editors and Git and, and all that kind of stuff and... Um, Ideally, having like a really specifically set out um, outcome or target to get done, um, mm. which you know, which I think is why there's so much time before that, which is in the planning and the um, you know discussion and planning stages, and then once the implementation comes, I mean, to me, that just sort of seems like the easy part these days. I'm just like, oh, the implementation, cool. I know exactly how to do that, and that can happen in X hours. There won't be any hurdles really, and you know, it'll be done by the end of it. Yeah, you know? for
1: sure. I, I kind of see. I, I think think in a similar way about design like the actual mm-hmm. design time is kind of the the breeze you know totally it's, totally, of, it's getting smaller and smaller it, isn't it oh yeah it's the other 80 percent of time that's like yeah totally where, where, where the the larger challenges lie yeah and do you think that's a function of
0: i guess that's a function of running your own business and getting better and better at it right that that sort of time starts skewing in that opposite direction and i guess having other people do work for you obviously
1: but it's more of a concept yeah.
0: right isn't it or like the, the idea of it
1: yeah, it's interesting because I think that um, it's also a reflection of what, like I guess, good design practice actually is, and yeah, it is spending sure. le- less time just trying to push things around a page mm-hmm. and more time researching and seeking to understand the the root of a problem. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. And I think initially there's not that, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and and sure. therefore design time is really like taking up a lot of it. Yeah, and I think like you always speak about not wanting
0: like a massive reveal at the end for a client and I guess that's sure. sort of, that's part of that I think where almost at the end you, you're sort of ex- knowing what to expect at the end of this process which is the di- design rollout or whatever it is. Like that's sort of, yeah, more defined by the time you actually get there to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, and I guess that's sort of a typical day but I guess the other thing to consider as well is that... Um, i've been living and working in different places and and whatnot so those sort of days and work locations or hours that i'm doing is really different at the moment um, my van broke down that i'm living in and so i'm actually living in a mechanics workshop for 10 days which is actually really nice like it's a single spot and i set up my office every day and like can easily sit down and work so it's actually been quite a refreshing place to do some work some um, get into some big chunks of sort of meaningful work mm. um But, yeah, but that's been a bit different but a bit of fun. Um, I I do really enjoy, though, working in an office and having a dedicated place to go. And and, and Tom and I met each other in the Commons, which is a uh, co-working space in Melbourne, um, and loved it there. So it just sort of depends. I guess a bit of change is always nice, though.
1: Yeah, so do you think, like, as a a default, your preferred um, setup is in a shared workspace, which is fixed, or do you think think, you could keep it pretty fluid?
0: um, I think probably... Certainly I'd say, I guess, my most... um, most effective would be definitely in a in a set up workspace, um, yeah. With you know all the monitors that you need and like a nice hub, um, and then people around you. Definitely um, the amenities, even like just simple stuff like that. Really, you know, you pay for it, but it, it is worth it. I think. Um, yeah. Some other benefits though were, for me at least, um, you know, when I was doing that, I was cycling to work every day. So thirty minute cycle sort of really kicks your brain into gear, and then when you leave at the end of the day again, another thirty minute cycle sort of turns yourself off. I really found that helped really really um quite a lot so i do miss yeah. that sort of bit at the moment i mean living in a van now my sleep space folds up and it's a workspace so there's no sort of break between those things which i don't know is, is good and bad i guess I, I don't think i could do it forever but it, it's a nice change because then obviously then there's that picture of you know a digital nomad working in a cafe looking out at the beach which happens once in a blue moon because you can't see your screen and like you know the internet shit right
1: whatever, so it's the, it's the worst working outside yeah
0: totally and like I, and the I think, screen screen glare. Yeah, for sure. I don't know, have you seen those like hoodies that you can wear and it like goes over your head and then like goes over to your monitor, so it just like blocks it. <laughs> then you're not really benefiting from sitting outside. No, exactly right. And I think, and that's sort of probably the difference. Is I think that really I do this so I can have more days off and go do stuff that's not work as opposed to working in nicer locations. Probably I think I'd prefer to split up like work four days really hard somewhere in an office and then have three days off or whatever it is as opposed yeah, for to sure. having maybe a quote unquote nicer working environment
1: mm. oh, it's a, yeah it's a curious one I'm, I'm thinking about whether you know having this fixed location mm-hmm. um, leads to more busy work yeah yeah, um, yeah or whether it's just about how often the space is like frequented yeah,
0: definitely. And I think that's, that's an interesting point you bring up though because it's like, you know, the more time you have to do work, the more stuff you manage to fill into those hours for whatever reason, even if it's not important. Whereas if you have less time, intrinsically, you're going to only do the important stuff and stuff is going to get missed, but ideally that's the less important stuff. So it's an, yeah. interesting, you know, it's an interesting balance there probably to, to have.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess on the... While you're on the road... I think you started to talk about it at the start, but, like, what's your, I guess, minimum work set up to be able to um, get everything done? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I guess basically a laptop and internet, realistically. Um, having a second monitor is virtually required when you're devving full-time. Um, it'd be such a pain to do it otherwise. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess luckily for us um, in this industry, you don't need really too much for it just, just the internet especially now that it's more um, covid more people are doing online meetings um, that yeah has been a definite sort of like I've got a Telstra plan now because I want coverage everywhere sort of thing um, yeah but yeah but apart from that yeah luckily not too much I guess
1: mm. yeah it's I mean it's pretty sick to, to to be in industries where you can essentially just roll into any spot with a laptop and an internet connection yeah Um, it's just
0: so lucky like what what are the chances that um, that i ended up liking this career like it's pretty nice
1: yeah i i guess also like you know it's also very lucky in a kind of COVID COVID impacted world yeah absolutely um definitely we found that like there's
0: you know more people have needed to be Digital and be able to work well online, and whether it's setting up a new online store or whether it's you know, optimising what they have already or making sure things are running smoothly, like that's become really important. Um, mm. At the start of COVID, at least it was, um, and so yeah, definitely saw a lot of surges of that, and as well um, heaps of like government grants and stuff going away to all sorts of different industries. Um, we found them uh, pretty good to yeah, it's good um good ways to pay for various work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um and like if, if you reflect on your kind of day-to-day I guess approach these days, mm-hmm. have have you noticed some bad habits that you've kind of smoothed out or some some um good habits that you've like prioritized? I definitely think
0: some bad habits that have developed is or are um actually like posture related. And if, right. if I have an office that you go to every day, you sort of get into that routine of sitting there or at least ideally of sitting there somewhat nicely. And you've probably got a decent desk and a decent chair and you know the right height and all that kind of thing. Um, and I guess I didn't realise how important that was for that sort of that, um, to get into those habits, to do that. And I found that, yeah, not being at a desk all the time. Um, yeah, so the ergonomics being a... Um, a big one there. Um, I think, yeah. Otherwise, some some good ones has definitely been um, like we're just discussing the idea of not having that much time, so more important stuff gets done. I think. Um, yeah. So that busyness factor has sort of gone a little bit, um, definitely reduced. And I think part of that is just being a better business runner and you know doing it more and, and getting better at it and actually sort of actively trying to reduce that load on yourself whether that's you know the way of you know some clients you say no to because you know they're going to be annoying or some projects aren't going to be exactly what you like or you can see them having more um time like that i don't know i guess it's that that experience that you get over time that allows you to sort of choose those different things um but then yeah also it's just a time factor of, of not being able to do it i guess as well being on the road or being or traveling um one of the factors is obviously you're not going to always have internet. So it just, it does restrict you in terms of some of the things that even as an example, like you can't be on call anymore. You can't, um, you can't run like a uptime agreement yourself or something like that. If, if something happens to a website or whatever, or if you need to even like sometimes customers are like, Oh, Hey, like we want to put a sale on some of our stuff. Can we update something and do this and do that? And sometimes it's like the next day, but sometimes I might not even see that email for a day or two. So stuff like that, um, you know, just restricts what you want to do. But, by the same token that's probably stuff I don't want to do anyway at this point so it kind of works in that in, in my favour at the moment um, yeah it for is sure um,
1: something to think about for sure I think yeah like anything that's like you know number of days for turnaround time it's like yeah, yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't want to be taking that on anyway exactly exactly
0: um, so yeah it does make you think a bit more actively about the sort of work that you're um, that you're going to be doing I think to try and fit or to fit your lifestyle or design the lifestyle that you want to
1: mm, yeah, yeah nice I'm a little aware
0: this has turned into me on the road as opposed to a day in the life of a potato but I guess it's <laughs> one, in the, one in the same almost at the moment which is fine well it is your life yeah that's a day in the life of a potato and my van breaks down and here we are <laughs> cool well that's, um, that's probably a good note to end on yeah cool nice cheeky uh, quickie um, some resources I'll chuck in um, are the David Allen I mean every, surely everybody's read that David Allen book it's a classic um, but also the, yeah, the Peter Cook one new, new rules of management is ace um, so we'll put them in the notes Oh, also wait one thing I want to mention just because I love mentioning it is yeah. have you read the um, the email charter before it's like that 10 no. it's a 10 sort of point uh, charter which essentially like lists um ways to improve email communications i guess almost like for yourself but also for others and it's about like um you know like don't don't end an email in thoughts question mark <laughs> and just like stuff like that's about you know respecting the recipient's time and trying to make things really clear and and always like uh, if you're asking questions always number them so that um you know when they reply you can sort of have that communication and, and don't ever try and manually schedule meeting times in back and forth emails you know you use something like Calendly or whatever um, but yeah that that's I think part of like my day-to-day work um, is definitely improved by adopting these methodologies and, and working well with emails and working well with Trello and whatever to be able to manage way more work way easier way more easily um, and I don't know just, just have a better life probably in a way yeah yeah these are great so I'll chuck um I'll just, they'll chuck a link to that in there as well.
1: Yeah, awesome. All right. Well, um, thanks everyone for listening along, and uh, we'll, see, we'll we'll be talking to you soon. See you next time.